Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Now, with a look at local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. It is Wednesday, May 8th, 2019. Can't believe it's already May, but Mother Nature just can't seem to let us get most of our racing underway. It was a frustrating weekend for NASCAR touring as, uh, once again, Spring Sizzler was postponed. Kyle Rickey joins me once again from Connecticut. Kyle, you made another run for it, but the Spring Sizzler has just not been working out in anyone's favor. And a couple more weeks, it just might be the summer sizzler, the way we're going. The sun is out here today, though, at the Stafford Motor Speedway, mainly because there's no race scheduled. Uh, The sizzler is scheduled for this Friday. However, there is rain in the forecast. However, Saturday is the rain date. It looks nice. But unfortunately, yeah, the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, unable to run here this past week. However, the Speedway did uh, kind of take a proactive approach to the forecast and schedule a normal race program in its place on Saturday. Uh, It's going to be a two-day show with the Sizzler. They saw the rain on Sunday. Saturday looked like a semi-decent day, so they went and uh, had a regular race program. It was interrupted twice by rain, of course, but uh, it was well worth it for the fans that stuck around. They saw the closest modified finish in track history with Keith Rocco winning by one one one-thousandth of a second over Michael Jervis Jr., so Great show, but hoping for the Sizzler this weekend. Yeah, that that video that you posted on our Twitter account was definitely awesome of how close of a finish. Those SKs never seem to – there's no lack of excitement with them. They always put on a great show, and we even went to Twitter about trying to get me in one of them. And so hopefully something comes comes into work. And, Kyle, you might have to come be a crew guy for me. Are you you capable of that? This racetrack is not ready (laughs) for you behind the wheel – behind the race car or in the, in the seat of a race car. But yeah, I'm, I'm all, I don't know if you want me as a crew guy, but I might be able to be a spotter or, or something to that in your, in when your I'm driving, ear. I got a guy the race. on the radio. Yeah. I don't know. I get to hear you in my ear every Tuesday. So I think that's probably good for me for now, but I appreciate that Kyle. I appreciate that. But also under caution, I can yes. sing to you. <laughs> Please huh? no. Is it going to be Disney music? Yeah, it might be. <laughs> yeah. Figures. <laughs> Oh, man, Mother Nature, obviously not in favor of the Sizzler, but also gave the K&N E-Series some struggles as well. Their regular scheduled Who's Your Driver Twin 100s were supposed to be Saturday night. They got the first feature in where we saw a new winner. Tanner Gray captured his first K&N Pro Series East win. We got about 20 laps 
into the second feature, and out came the rain. And so that feature was actually postponed to Sunday. They ran it about Sunday afternoon after they fought rain all morning, and it was Derek Krause who picked up yet another Kane and East win this season. He now actually leads the East standings where he sits third in the West standings, so it'll be interesting to see how his season plays out. But here in a little bit, we'll be joined by one of the drivers who captured, I believe, two top three finishes in both of those races, who's made that transfer from dirt over to NASCAR. Max McLaughlin will join us here in studio to talk about the K&N Series transfer and how he's been racing with Hattori when we return here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. He is the envy of the racing world. I assumed that Ryan, Bubba, and Chase were all busy, and I was the next in the pecking order. <laughs> she goes way back. When did you meet? Seventh grade, sixth grade? No, ninth grade. That was a minute ago. And he just wants to be friends. Are we friends? No. It's the Sunday Money Podcast. Join Corey LaJoy, Daryl Mott, and Lauren Fox as they detail what it's like to live the racing lifestyle both on and off the track. Download and subscribe to Sunday Money on iTunes, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. It's butts and nuts jammed in there. When the racing concludes each weekend, keep up with the nonstop NASCAR news each weekday on NASCAR Today Midday. The drafting-type races I've always excelled in, so that's where I see a tremendous advantage. I think it was very important for us to get Martin and to get Cole, um, both of those as a, as a group, because they're very good at what they do. NASCAR Today Midday, Monday through Friday on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Wheeland and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. It took some time, but the k Pro Series East ended up getting in both of their features at South Boston this past weekend. And one of those drivers collecting two top three finishes joins us today in studio, Max McLaughlin, who's been driving for Hattori Racing this year. Your rookie season in the k Pro Series East. First off, thanks for coming in and hanging out with us in studio. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Now, you come from dirt racing, big block modifieds, it's in your family, but you decided to make a run at the K&N Pro Series this year. How has that been so far? Oh, it's been pretty crazy, honestly. It's uh, It's been a lot more than I thought it would be as far as learning. Um, you know, obviously, everybody thinks it's going to be easier than it is all the time, but uh, I should know that by now with, you know, how many different directions I've jumped in my career, but... Uh, it's been a huge learning curve, but luckily we have uh, some great people at Hattori Racing Enterprises, and uh, we're just surrounded by a lot of good people to uh, kind of speed up that learning process, and uh, I think a lot of things clicked for us this weekend. A consistent weekend for you indeed, third on Saturday night, third in the race on Sunday. How did that track change over the course of Saturday night's race, and then obviously the rain's coming in, and and maybe warmer conditions on Sunday as that race was run in the afternoon. Did the track change much uh, from one race to another? Sadly, it did. Yeah, I, um, I think we had one of the more dominant cars Saturday night. Uh, started fifth and was up to second, you know, all over the leader there and before the rain came. And, uh, yeah, we uh, we actually got the lead Sunday and uh, just was wicked loose, just sideways everywhere. <laughs> Really, and uh, I, I did everything I could to hold the lead, but uh, Derek Krause was just really good, and 
Uh, he kind of drove by me like I was tied to a tree stump. So uh, I did everything I could. But the track just uh, it loosened up a lot compared to what it was the night before. And um, you can't really make many changes once you start the race. So we were kind of stuck with what we had. But for, um, you know, the time that I have in the car and, and for what they gave me, I, I think they uh, they did a great job. And I really can't complain for uh, the results we had this weekend. Now, this weekend, I was there with you guys, obviously, and when that rain opened up, I took cover in your guys' trailer, and it monsooned. So, for anyone who didn't see the video on FansChoice.tv, I mean, it opened up, flooded the racetrack, and we were all, tents were flying across the racetrack, and I think we actually were joking. You were like, yeah, well, just let me out there. Like, at this point, with my dirt experience, I'm good. Let's just do the race. So, it's funny to hear that you, you know, were said the race car was too loose, because right before that first feature, I think it was one of your crew guys walked by and said... Keep the right rear on the car. <laughs> this is not a dirt car. What's been the hardest thing to learn about these K&N cars that, you know, maybe is a habit you had to break from dirt racing? Oh, there's just so much to learn. Uh, you know, I really haven't done any asphalt racing before my K&N experience. So um, I, <laughs> New Smyrna was kind of just a, a washout for me. I, I can't even look at my notes because every time I look back at them, it screws me up more than anything. And, uh, just the sensation of being loose. Like, I, I never really feel loose. It's just been, you know, New Smyrna, I was like, yeah, I mean, I might be a little loose, but it's nothing major if I'm sideways off the corner. So uh, it's been a, a huge learning curve, and the transition is, is crazy. And uh, a lot of people think we're crazy for going right into the K&N series, but that's where the opportunity was for me and uh, never really been in the position to go asphalt racing before this. So uh, Al Hankey, my dirt car owner, kind of sent us on a mission down here to find the best opportunity we could, and uh, we ended up with HRE, and I couldn't ask to be in a better position, really. You finished third in the Super Dirt Car Series, big block modified points a year ago, I believe 18 top 10 finishes and 24 starts. You also ran the season opener uh, last month at Can-Am Speedway. So two-part question for you is, one, how many dirt-modified races do you plan to run this year? And two, why the transition to asphalt stock car racing? Well, I've always wanted to race asphalt. Um, you know, that's where my dad did. You know, he started on dirt, but yep. you know, the majority of his career was on asphalt. So uh, it's always been something I've really wanted to do, but I've just really never had the the consistent funding to do so. So, um this year's the first time we did you know i ran two races last year and uh finished one of them and so i've had a, a race and a half before this year but um as far as our dirt stuff uh, i'm gonna run probably around 10 races with uh hbr and hanky baldwin racing and drove for ray graham um it was supposed to run fulton as well but we got rained out so um just as much as i can just stay in the seat and stay fresh and uh, make sure you know any seat time is good seat time so um as far as why the transition to asphalt, like I said, I just always wanted to do it. And uh, Al Hankey thought it was the time to go. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of ran really good on the dirt series for, uh, you know, the last two years for sure. The first year was a little rough. But, um, you know, he gave me the opportunity to do so. He said, do you want to do it? Where do you want to end up? And what are your goals? And uh, we talked about it, and uh, here we are. And you'd mentioned, you know, the transition from dirt to asphalt – if you're intermixing those, I can only imagine, like you said, it's just going to be a process of going back and forth and fine-tuning those skills. But I got the chance to talk to um, Mike Ricci, the GM over at Hattori this past weekend. We got to talking about you being in this K&N car, and he said one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is you're in the race shop every single week, and your dad is in there as well, and you're hands-on with these cars and helping prep them. How has that helped 
le- helped you learn more about these race cars when it comes to setting them up and communicating with your crew chief? Well, I, I think that's sped the learning process up a lot. You know, uh, for the last three years, I've pretty much done all the work on my dirt cars and set them up. I scale them and uh, build my own shocks. And, uh, you know, that helped me a lot on the dirt stuff, figuring that out. And, um, you know, just understanding the asphalt cars, it was way different. You know, I'm used to a solid front axle with the with the big block modifieds, and now we're talking uh, uppers, lowers, independent front suspension, uh, coil binding, which I've never done. So uh, it's just so complicated, really, and uh, it's been a whole new world for me. But I, I really feel like if I keep understanding them and uh, keep work, working with my crew chief, Robert Huffman, and uh, Adam, the guys in the shop, and Scott Zipidelli, Grichi, uh, there's just so many sharp people over there, and uh, I believe that, you know, what they've taught me this far has, uh, you know, helped speed up my learning process, and I think it's going to, you know, do it even more in the future. I wanted to ask you about the relationship with your crew chief, Robert Huffman. He is uh, obviously a veteran in the crew chief role in all of NASCAR's national series. He's picked up wins with Tyler Reddick, Bubba Wallace, Anthony Alfredo a year ago in K&N and in ARCA. Uh, what's that relationship like, and how has it uh, developed over these first couple of months of the season? Uh, it's awesome. You know, I really couldn't ask for a better guy to be involved with. He's a super hard worker, and, uh, you know, have, growing up with my dad, that's, uh, you know, what he is, and I respect that a lot. And seeing how hard that all these guys at HRE work, it's uh, it's insane. You know, the, the car doesn't go in – the trailer until it has to they're always doing something to it and uh that's that's the way it should be in my opinion you know there's i've always said there's you're never done with the race car there's always something to do on the race car so um you know robert's a, a super hard worker and uh, i i feel like you know we we struggled at new smyrna which i take the blame for that um you know as that's i put it on me as far as experience uh i was not good there at all uh bristol we showed signs of speed in the race running six and uh, you know, broke a shock mount there. And uh, I feel like things really clicked for us uh, this weekend. And we worked really good together. And uh, like I said, him teaching me in the shop, um, you know, what the parts are on the car and running through changes and taking notes. Uh, my dad's always been huge on taking notes and uh, what does what. So now we have that understanding of, all right, we're a little loose here. Uh, what did we do that helped us last time? And uh, that's just it takes that relationship to have a, a driver group chief duo that uh, has success. And you mentioned that momentum that you guys have picked up continually getting better. Only four races into the K and E season with these two top fives. What are your goals for the 2019 season? You know, what were they when they when you guys started the season and have those changed thus far? Uh, we came into the season, you know, it's it was definitely, uh, you know, people had their doubts and it's definitely uh you know, I think a lot of people are surprised to see us run this good this weekend, but we weren't. You know, we kind of expected to run this good. We knew that, uh, you know, if I did my part, the cars are there, the people are there, and uh, we have what it takes to run good. So um, our goal is to win the championship. That's what we want to do. We want to win every week, and, uh, you know, we're not there to run second. We've mentioned your dad several times, of course. Magic Shoes, Mike McLaughlin, 1988 NASCAR, what was then the Winston Modified Tour champion. He's a 16-time winner. One of those wins, of course, coming here in 1987 at the Stafford Motor Speedway at this half mile that sits just behind me. Modified racing uh, obviously goes deep in your family. Uh, Obviously, you've been very accomplished in the dirt modified side of things. Has there ever been any interest to uh, come up to the Northeast and and run an asphalt modified at a lot of the racetracks, a lot of the same tracks where your dad found so much success? 
Uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of interest there. I've always wanted to uh, drive asphalt modified. I've uh, been around him a lot with, uh, you know, Buzz Chu is a great friend of ours. And, um, you know, uh, their team had a ton of success in asphalt mods, and I was around them uh, with my dad growing up. And uh, now they own a dirt modified team. So, um, you know, I've, I've grown up a lot around them. And uh, we have two in our shop, Dad's championship car, and then we have the, the crazy eight that he won Martinsville with in our shop. So I look at them every day when I wake up. So uh, it's definitely uh, something I'd like to do. And uh, I'm, I'm constantly looking for asphalt rises here to – to get seat time, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we won one here soon. Well, between the Kane and East, your dirt schedule, and now you're looking and lobbying for some some pretty much anything. Like you said, you can get in. It's going to shape up to be a busy 2019 season for you. Next race for the Kane and East, Memphis, I think June 1st um, for you guys. But thanks so much again for coming in. Good luck the rest of the season, and uh, I'm sure we'll catch you at a couple of the East races. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. Awesome. Max McLaughlin joined us here in the studio. Canaan East driver making a run at that rookie year in the Canaan Pro Series. But when we return, we have a special guest coming on in light of Mother's Day just around the corner. A super late model driver from Berlin who is playing the role of both driver and mother will be joined by Lauren Bush when we return. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and we all know that racing is one of the most family-oriented sports. So we're joined on the guest line now by someone who gets to play the role on the weekend of both mother and driver. We're joined by super late model driver from Berlin, Lauren Bush-Sokolowski. First off, Lauren, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. We're excited to have you on here, as we said, Mother's Day, right around the corner here. And you have a little bit of a different tie when you go to the racetrack every week. And I actually saw a tweet that Home Tracks had put out, which sparked this interest of, it said, Lauren Bush's day is a little bit different when she goes to the racetrack. First, she makes sure that her little boys have their toy cars, and then she gets to climb into her car herself, which is your super late model. What's it like having those two little boys of yours at the racetrack with you every weekend? Um, it's it's a wonderful experience that you know I um, never uh, dreamed of. It's dreamed of. It's actually more like a dream come true. A lot of people thought that once I had um, my children, that you know my first that oh you know that's done. We're not going to see her again. Um, however, that's not been true at all. And it just they both motivate me um, even more than I've ever been motivated before. And you know I want to show them that um, you know dreams you know you can follow your dreams no matter what. 
Racing runs deep in your family. We'll talk more about that in a moment with your grandfathers and your father racing. Uh, but you were racing before motherhood. How long were you racing before you became a mom? And was there any thought of, of maybe stepping away and, and just concentrating on being a mom uh, and, and kind of giving up the racing thing? Um, let's see. So I started racing when I was 14 years old. I'm a full-size race car to the Pro Stocks, and then um, a couple of years later I got right into the seat of a super late model, and I had my first child at um, 20 years old. And um, my first thought was, when am I going to get in that race car? I think I went into uh, labor on a Saturday, and um, that's, that's all I could think about was when I was going to be able to get back. And um, I think it was about four weeks later, um, I got into the race car and did my first race. And after my second one, that was about six weeks, and I – was right back at it again. I never, I never looked back, and I've, I've never looked back. I've always continued to look forward, and I just, you know, like I said, I look at those two boys as, um, as motivation to con- continue to follow my dreams. As a racer myself, I always think it's super cool to see that. We see, you know, Tommy Catalano from the Northeast. He gets to race with his mom. I raced against my dad, so I love the fact that, you know, you're able to set that example for your little boys that, hey, mom can do this too. Mom can race as well. But I would assume that sets you up for a little bit of a different dynamic at the racetrack every single weekend. Talk us through what a day at the racetrack or prepping to go to the racetrack looks like for you. Oh, um, it's a little bit hectic. Uh, the little one doesn't come with us every weekend. Um, so I try to get him. Uh, I nurse. I'm still nursing through all of this. So <laughs> I nurse him to nap, and then we go. Um, to the track we take the little one and he does an absolute amazing job Um, he just turned five and he is you know so um, so mature for his age and he absolutely loves racing he will find you know he will help us he'll use his um, real he'll use real um, real tools or his toy tools he'll play with his cars Um, he'll help us do uh, whatever we need and like I said throughout all this I'm I I um, pump and I still for the little one at home and then I um, you know I focus on practice and qualifying and giving the kind of feedback that we need to uh, continue to do well every week and so far we've had a decent start to our season so. I've seen pics of your older son, Renton, uh, in the driver's seat of your car. Has he expressed any interest yet at five of, of maybe going down that racing path that's often that we see a lot of uh, kids about four, five, six years old start getting quarter midgets, get that bug early? Yes, we um, they actually have both at Berlin. They have a little uh, quarter midget series, and he has expressed to us um, a little bit about how he, you know, oh, I'd like to do that. But then he also says, well, Mom, I really want to do what you do. So he's expressed more about the big cars than than the little cars, which he's going to have to wait a little bit for that. Um, I think right now he hasn't really, um, you know, showed us um, a ton of interest. So we're just focusing on um, what we have going on right now and allowing him to soak in um, the racing aspect as much as possible and, you know, maybe when he's fully ready, um, you know, that's a conversation that we will have to have. It's kind of scary to think about, but <laughs> being a mom. 
I can only imagine that's that is the day that you may or may not end up in retirement when you get kicked out of the seat by your own kid. I, I did that to my dad. So I uh, I feel for you there. But stepping away from your little boys here, your crew chief is actually also your husband, Nick. What is that dynamic like? Uh, well, honestly, if it wasn't for him, I don't think I would. I, well, I know I would not be able to be a mom and be a race car driver and go to school and, and do all of these things that I have been able to do if it wasn't for him. I have not, you know, I'm in the shop as much as I can. However, it's very hard when you have two little bodies, you know, running around and, and distracting. So um, when it comes to that aspect, I'm, you know, not able to do as much as, as I could do. So he has helped uh, step in, uh, you know, somewhat. Well, actually, a lot. He pretty much built, uh, we have two cars now, and he pretty much built the second one on his own. And, you know, we do as much as we can as a family in the shop and uh, out of the shop. But he has played a huge, uh, huge role um, in my racing career. So, Let's talk about your season thus far. You're a couple of weekends in at the Berlin Raceway up there in Michigan, a 7th and a 12th last weekend, part of double feature night, 7th on opening night. You guys are back on track for Wheelan Night on May 18th. How would you uh, sum up the first couple of weeks of, of your season of, for 2019? Well, so far, there um, it's going all right. Not as good as we expected the first night. We did finish seventh. However, we had to start. Um, we started 17th due to uh, only um, getting one lap in qualifying. So that was kind of a bummer. Well, we worked our way up, and then, you know, we had a seventh-place finish. And then the second feature, we had to start in the rear as well. Um, note to self, do not hit the cone. You will get sent to the rear. <laughs> we were trying to make a little bit of um, a decision, trying to hopefully gain a couple spots like we did the week before. And it was just a little bit too fast. And um, so I just clipped the cone, but I got sent to the rear. So we didn't get as good of a finish as we would have liked, uh, only having 30 laps and having you know, to um, start last. But um, we're looking forward to this weekend. And hopefully, you know, we got the bugs out of the way and be able to, you know, top five both races, we're hoping. Awesome. And that looking forward to the rest of the season, what does the rest of your season look like? Um, for right now, we have a full season at Berlin Raceway. We're going to be participating in um, any of like the JEGS races and the Super Series races. We really would love to um, go elsewhere. However, um, you know, as everyone talks about, you know, money is a uh, money is always uh, hard to get. And so, if we do find some more, we might see us at some other tracks. My absolute favorite track is Winchester Speedway. So I'm really hoping to um, make it out there sometime soon. Winchester Speedway Money, is super cool too. <laughs> and it scares the heck out of me. Uh, those high banks, a very, very fast racetrack, and I'm not even the one driving those cars and it scares me. But you were involved in a pretty big wreck late last season. I believe one of the, one of the final nights of 2018 completely destroyed a race car you mentioned funding for this year how much did that wreck last year kind of set you guys back for what you were hoping to do here in in, in this season right yeah the money towards this season unfortunately had to get towards um you know towards rebuilding from last season so that definitely puts a dent in things yeah that was a pretty nasty wreck it was probably one of the hardest wrecks the uh, super late model series had last year 
fortunately, somebody spun in, uh, in the grass and then came right back up onto the track right in front of myself in another car. And, yeah, I uh, hit the wall pretty good. Uh, definitely rung my bell for sure. One of the hardest wrecks I think I've I've experienced. And as if your off-season couldn't get any busier with catching up from that wreck, making sure everything was ready to go for this year, I also saw that you are back to being almost a full-time college student, but you came away from that fall semester with a 4.0 GPA. How was your off-season juggling prepping for 2019, full-time student, part-time work, and a mom? Um, it definitely was not easy. I'm very thankful to have um, a lot of support from from my family. And, you know, honestly, going back to school like that abruptly, I, I had no idea – you know, my capabilities, but um, determination definitely uh, helped me a lot. But I was just, you know, I was really, I was really determined. You know, anytime somebody says you can't do something, that just, you know, motivates me even more. So that's why racing, you know, it's um, not necessarily a woman's sport. So that um, inspires me even more to just continue to, to move forward. But, yes, I did get a 4.0 my fall semester. And then last semester I took, I went only, um, I went part-time, but I still did really well um, doing that. So I'm on track to um, applying for nursing school next year. So, Goodness. And you mentioned – sorry, go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> you mentioned the ladies uh, of the sport. Uh, a lot of ladies making noise in national series right now, whether it be Pippa Mann in IndyCar, you have Brittany Force and Erica Enders in, uh, in NHRA, Natalie Decker, Haley Deegan in NASCAR – one, do you follow the careers of some of the other ladies in this sport? And two, what's your, you know, do you hope, do you hope to one day maybe get to that level of competition on a national series? Oh, yes, I absolutely do. I actually had the opportunity to um, speak with Natalie Decker. I think it was last year uh, at the ARCA race we happened to be racing. And, you know, I asked her, I said, how, how did you get here? You know, from, um, you know, being, and she just said, you know, kind of, um, right place, right time, uh, you know, people you know. She happened to, um, you know, a gentleman kind of, you know, took her under his wing and, you know, helped her, you know, helped fund her because, like myself, you know, her dad could only fund her so far. And it's like, you gotta, you know, I can't, um, you know, I can't fund you, you know, this is all I can do, super late model. And then, you know, and this is it. And so she was able to find somebody. So I'm, you know, Hopefully, maybe I can find somebody who is, um, you know, believes in me as well and can bring me uh, farther. And unfortunately, like you said, that's exactly what it is. It all comes down to sponsorship and getting that break. But hey, Lauren, we, th we appreciate you coming on here and hanging out with us today on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Good luck this up and coming weekend. Good luck this season and enjoy Mother's Day this weekend. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Lauren Bush, a super late model driver from Berlin and also a mother of two, joined us on the guest line. And when we return, a couple shows did get in this past weekend. Even though Mother Nature put up a fight, we'll recap who made their way to victory lane and where to find your racing this up and coming weekend. Wheelin designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelin product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. 
Wings Nation, your go-to for Wings Sprint Car Talk, news and information. Find all the episodes of Wing Nation on your favorite podcast platforms. Steve Post, Ashley Stremme, and Aaron Evernham. Go in-depth with the race winners and personalities from dirt tracks all across America. Like Wing Nation on Facebook. Follow Wing Nation on Twitter. You'll get stories and information and live broadcasts of Wing Nation shows from some of the top dirt tracks in the nation. Wing Nation, your home for Wing Sprint Cars. Hi, this is Mike Backlund. Join me and the rest of the MRN crew every Tuesday night for NASCAR Live. We'll get you up to date with the latest news stories and ready for the upcoming race weekend. So many crazy things happen there. You know, it's one of those races where anything can happen, especially at the end. Hear exclusive interviews, expert analysis, and much more. Oh, yeah, boys. How about that? Oh, yeah. Great job. It's NASCAR Live this Tuesday night at 7 Eastern on the Motor Racing Network. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. While Mother Nature did put up a fight, there was a handful of short tracks all around the country who managed to get in their weekly racing, and a couple lucky drivers did find their way to victory lane, Kyle. Including at Berlin Raceway, Tom Thomas and Brian Campbell picked up the super late model wins. They're back in action with outlaw late models this weekend. Tyler Tanner, surprise, surprise, picked up another win at Evergreen Speedway up in Washington in the super late models. Uh, Riverhead Raceway opened their season with Kyle Soper going to victory lane in the Modifieds. Grandview Speedway in Pennsylvania, it was Craig Von Doring once again claiming the win, his second of the season, holding off Doug Manmiller. By the way, 41 Modifieds attempting to make the feature there at Grandview. And then Mother Nature won just about everywhere else, especially here on the East Coast. Seacon Speedway in Massachusetts, Bowman Gray Stadium in North Carolina, Hickory Motor Speedway, Greenville Pickens Speedway, and Monadnock Speedway up in New Hampshire all lost out to Mother Nature. And we almost lost out at South Boston, like we talked about earlier, for the k yep. Pro Series East. Got that first 100-lap feature in, and Tanner Gray found victory lane, followed by Continuing the race on Sunday where it was Derek Krause. But the Canaan West back in action this weekend at Tucson Speedway. They'll set themselves up for their twin 100s. Um, Cody Vanderwall looking to repeat as he swept both 100-lap races last year. But he's got a challenge from Derek Krause, who's coming off of a win out here. And Tanner Gray, who is also coming off of a win out here, will make that trip out to Tucson. So it'll definitely be an interesting weekend. And Deegan looking for some redemption after a tough run here on the East Coast as she continues to lead the West Points. And remember, uh, you can watch those races on fanschoice.tv from Tucson. Also, the NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series back in action this weekend at Autodromo de French Corda. Um, Andrew Villarino won both races to open the season last month in Spain. And also the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, hopefully, here from Stafford Motor Speedway. So Saturday could be a very busy day. Uh, depending on how the weather holds up here on Friday afternoon, which yeah. doesn't look good right now. Oh, this weekend, like I said, lots of racing action on tap. Hopefully Mother Nature plays into our favor, and we'll be able to recap all of it next Wednesday here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. We'll see you next week. For producers Craig Moore, Brian Yeswich, Kyle NASCAR Ricky, I'm Hannah Newhouse. Coast to Coast, Coast we'll has been brought week. to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on MRN.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. 
Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.